0: Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle, multitasking is overrated, comparison is a theft of happiness, and yes, you can put yourself first, oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three, I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing. And we really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back. Plug in. Fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. Today, we are talking to Colleen Akert, and I'm excited to speak with her. A, B, you're going to guess from, or maybe not guess from her accent, spoiler from Scotland. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So why do we want to hear her? Well, I want to tell you that she is here on a mission to teach women how to release the energy that keeps them stuck in a repetitive cycle of emotional and binge eating. Raise your hand everybody. Yes. and Repetitive. That's such an interesting word that I know we're going to be delving into. She's going to teach you how you can overcome your self-sabotaging behavior. Again, I'm the first place winner there uh, to achieve your goals and to stop hiding from society. I love that. I love anyone that can break us out of the playing small arena and welcome us to the big game, to the big show in this thing called life. So welcome, Colleen. So happy you're here. Thank you, Stephanie. It's an honor to be here today. So I always begin and we want to know, tell us about you anywhere you would like to start.
1: Okay. Well, I myself have... I lived for over two decades with an emotional and binge eating disorder, and I've been very into energy healing for a long time. I started off with Reiki, as a lot of people do, and gradually worked up to becoming a Reiki master. But I knew that I wanted something deeper. As much as I loved Reiki, I just felt like I needed to delve deeper into this world of energy healing. So I started hearing, I heard about the Akashic Records and I started delving into that more and learning more about it, about what it is. And I became completely addicted to it. It just became an obsession of mine. I started reading all these books on the Akashic Records and then I took a certification course and I also worked with another mentor as well, just to kind of learn more about it and learn what the Akashic Records is and what it can do for us. It was during this period when I was accessing it on a regular basis, probably about three, four times a week, that I didn't, I didn't even think about my weight issues at all. I didn't think about... Any kind of trigger related to that, but instead, I I said I just had to focus on what I needed to heal. And sometimes I didn't always know what that was. Sometimes I would just log into my records and just ask my guides for guidance and what I needed to heal today. And after a period of time, I started to notice a change in myself emotionally. I dealt with my emotions more instead of eating my way through them, and then. It wasn't until I started to embark on a new healthy regime, which involved exercise, healthier eating, that I realized I'd completely, my self-sabotaging thoughts had completely dissolved. I've started, I now exercise every single day, which I've never done before in my life. I have have tried (laughs) many, many times and always failed, but now it's, it, it just comes naturally and that that's the difference. There's, it all comes naturally and I no longer go to the supermarket and make sure that I have big bars of chocolate in my basket or biscuits that, that I would it would be my go-to. So I no longer, the thoughts just don't even enter my head. So I really want to get my mission out there because I know that there are so many women hiding from the world, keeping themselves hidden because they feel trapped because of their emotional eating and, and binge eating. And I know when all diets fail, I've even, I've even had weight loss surgery, which failed. It, it didn't work for me at all. So so I, I literally have tried every method and discovered that energy healing is far more powerful. It's got a much bigger impact in releasing releasing our blocks so that we can move forward.
0: All right, that's a lot. Um, yeah uh, and um like where do i begin so you started as and and i've had a few guests on here who have started with the reiki foundation and i do find that reiki is is really that it's i started with reiki but then i searched and found more so it's almost like and and i love reiki uh locally by me there's a a great salt cave oh yeah i mean locally in port jefferson on long island and at the end the last thursday of every month they have a reiki circle in the salt cave and oh, wow. it is. Yeah. yeah. So you had me at salt cave bonus yeah. of Reiki. I'm in a salt cave for probably two hours where we're meditating. She does sound baths. She does chakra heal, uh, chakra clearing. I'm, I've died and gone to heaven once a month and I should actually do it more, but it is the best thing Ever, but she also started in Reiki and then, you know, the thirst for knowledge brought her to all of these other offerings and teachings that she does too. So Reiki energy transfer Mm -hmm. and opens your mind. And then I, I never say it right. The Akashic so Great I've records. heard of them, I, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to give it a good definition. So tell us what Akashic Records are.
1: So the Akashic Records is an energetic library and it stores all the energy from every event that's ever happened in the entire universe. So it's where you can connect to your soul. So when I talk about tapping into accessing your own Akashic Records, that's you connecting with your soul your soul blueprint. And that's where you can find out everything from your past lives, what energy you're holding on to. And you can also remember things from childhood that you might have forgotten. It's really powerful. And when you're in the Akashic Records, if you first start going in, they'll only show you what you're ready to see. So we talk about like ascended masters who work in the Akashic Records. So mm-hmm. you can call upon your own spiritual counsel, your your guardian angels, your guides. Your tribe. Yeah. Your tribe, yeah, your loved ones. It's been great to play like last year I lost my father in law. So I've gone into my Kashik records and I connect with them there as well. And it's it's really been lovely to to have that connection as well. It's just I, I could actually When when I spend a lot of time in there, I find it hard to come back into the real world.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, so when you go, and air quoting, when you go Mm -hmm. into the records, is that through a guided meditation? It's not as though I'm going to leave my house and walk somewhere.
1: (laughs) No, it's just, it's through a deep meditation. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, we learn, we balance our chakras and align them and... Mm -hmm. It's a guided meditation that, you know, I've taught my clients through accessing them. And when I do like healing sessions in the records, I like to have us both in the Akashic records. So we can both feel the energy of, you can only access other people's Akashic records with their permission. So you would never, you know. You could never hack somebody's, yeah. No, no, Mm -hmm. No, you couldn't. But at the same time as well, if you're not ready before for this work, if you're not ready, you know you you could start off the meditation, you might go off on a on a another place, your subconscious kind of kicks in it's you know some people might struggle to connect, and it's just because they're just not ready to access that or they're not ready to 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 heal they maybe still have some lessons to learn about certain things before they can heal them
0: and would you as the guider know that they're not, they're not ready. It's at like, oh, here's this, mm-hmm. but let's, there's two steps before that, before we can really get to the pebble in your shoe.
1: Yeah. I mean, th- there's different methods that I, that I use within the records. So first of all, I have like a series of questions that we'll ask when we're in the records and I always say it's the first thing that comes, that comes is the answer. Some people will try and look overthink, for something it. Else, <laughs> overthink it. Yeah. <laughs> so then if, if that happens, we try another method. It's a bit more visualization and, you know, usually, usually we'll get into something else and that's okay because it just means if we kind of change direction, it means that's just what we need to focus on. It's, it's a it's incredible because you really find out how situations are entangled and there has to be a lot of untanglement before you can get to the roots sometimes so it's kind of sometimes you've got to go through a lot of different triggers before you get to the root. So
0: that then has a lot to do with obviously what we're all guilty of. And it's not in a bad way, but our repetitive patterns and our repetitive behavior. And so a lot of people might say that well, we do that we do it this way because that's what we were shown, that's how we learned it, and never really quite explored that there was another option. Uh-huh. But it takes somebody, and I'm gonna use you as an example or I that'll say, even though you know this is what they showed me and what again, they, and I'm a big they people proponent, who are they who are these? people even though that's what they say it doesn't have to be my truth yep no it I, doesn't. Ch- I can just because they said it it's true if I believe it
1: mm-hmm. it's interesting because a lot of what we think is our truth is is other someone people's. else's it's yeah it's someone else's <laughs> opinions and it's not our truth no it's not when you're in the Kashik Records, I always call it the place where doubt doesn't exist. Because when you're in there, there is just, there's no doubt. Like, you know, the, the first time I ever experienced access in the Kashik Records, I couldn't see anything. It was completely black. But then these voices started coming through. And when, when I say voices, I don't hear them externally. I hear them internally. And I knew the voices were of a kind of more like a regal structure you know the way the way that they spoke and and you just i just instantly knew this was not my mind i was i was there I was in the records and these were the masters talking to me it's just
0: fascinating it has to be the coolest thing ever
1: <laughs> it, it is cool yeah it's pretty cool <laughs>
0: that 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 is yeah okay so let's stay then on you cuz you had your Eating disorder that you don't, I'll say pay attention to. Maybe, maybe you never realized it was a disorder's a pretty big, pretty big word versus a weight struggle. Like we can, you know, sugar coated as much as we can. Oh, I've always been heavy. It doesn't I can't lose weight. look at what I've done. I've done weight loss surgery and I still can't, but everything works if you want it to work.
1: Yeah, exactly. And what I recognise now, because you're so right, I'm. I was not aware at all. I I would just I would binge like you know frequently, and then wonder why I wasn't losing weight. But obviously because the amount of food I was binging on would completely undo all the good that I'd done the rest of the week. But I I because it was something I lived with for such a long time, I just buried it. I didn't acknowledge it. I I didn't. I would just forget about it. Right. But yeah, it was only kind of, I only became aware of it, really became aware of it once I started doing it less, if that makes sense. I was already working in the Akashic Records at that time. And then it wasn't until then I thought, wow, I haven't actually had a binge for a while. And then, you know, and then realized with all the healing that I'd done, I hadn't even been focusing on healing those issues. Because quite often, it's not related it's to not our that. weight. Yeah, That's there's always the something problem. else.
0: The argument is never about what you're really arguing over. It's not about where the staple no. is. There's something much deeper than that. And a lot of people don't realize that.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And one of my mentors, who's an Akashic Records professional, she she actually Will not work with women who come to her and say, I I want to try and lose weight because, as she says, it's not about that. But I kind of, it's not about the weight, but I kind of want to do the opposite and say, Well, no, I do want to help those women because this is what they need. They don't need another diet. They need energy healing, they need something different that's going to actually help them transform. So that's kind of.
0: You were also mentioning, because you said a lot. So the exercise brought a very big smile to my face because I never, in school, of course, I played sports or whatever, but that was a thousand years ago. And I never really exercised maybe a workout video here or there. And then probably 10 years ago, I just turned 60. So probably when I was in my early 50s, I had gone back to the gym with my neighbor and we would go at eventually what turned out to be four in the morning, uh, which was cause we both had to go to work. So that would be our time to get there and, and work out for an hour, which after like day three, Oh, and we started doing this like in the fall to winter season when it's a little chilly, a little chilly in the morning, but thankfully she had a great car with heated seats Yay! And the gym was only five minutes away, so we do this, and like by week two. You're waking up really before the alarm. Like you're so looking forward to it and the way it makes you feel. And then people start really like cricking their neck a little and be like, What time are you at the gym? Yeah. uh, Yeah. We were there at this time, but I also went to bed earlier. Like I stopped watching TV. Uh, You know, it's why waste that time? Let me still get my same hour sleep and I'll catch it. You know, thank God there for dvdvrs and i can stream yeah. and i can catch so thing you know it just shifts the priority and it does. you don't even realize you're making yourself the priority
1: mm-hmm. af- after yeah.
0: probably in my case not being a priority for so yeah. many years and then yeah then whatever else comes with that the endorphin release is really under underrated
1: it is it really is so I, I, I do feel like I've been through like a mind, body and soul reset just because you do have to be in that right frame of mind to exercise frequently like that. And there's been many times I've, I've started exercising various different programs or gone to a, a personal trainer even. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then eventually, you know, eventually I just stop. I classify that as like my self-sabotaging behavior, which obviously mostly eating and binge eating, it, it's just a form of self-sabotaging behavior. So, which we're all very good at um, in various methods, self-sabotaging our own successes.
0: So you bring awareness and I think that's key here because I think so many of us live very unconsciously and we are, I know, you know, my, my weekday routine yeah, I do work out still in the morning. I don't go to the gym, but I do work out. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of eat, sleep, work, repeat and until Friday, you know, then I have a nice 48 to 72 hour span of fun and I try to really enjoy my weekends, but it's hard to be aware of it's you really have to make such a, and it's a, con, a cliche, but such a conscious effort to be aware of what am i gonna what am i gonna shop for what am i gonna eat let me have that salad with chicken today whatever for whatever the case that that you want to achieve and granted there are days where like this is the best burger and fries i've had and yes i want those onion rings you had me at truffle like yeah <laughs> it's not it's it doesn't have to be such a sacrifice but it has to be i think the awakening and the awareness yes yes you
1: definitely have to Raise your awareness just so that you're you're more aware of your emotions, what's going on around you. Even it might even be to the point who are you spending most time with and how do these people make you feel? You know, so having all this kind of awareness and sometimes if I don't know the answers, that's when I go into my records and I get very clear answers from my guides. I did I did ask them one time, how come some people just flow through life? And they were very clear. Nobody falls through life, Colleen. Everyone has their lessons to learn. It may look like that on the outside, but that's not the case. <laughs> so interesting. So, so yeah.
0: interesting. So, you at this point, because you've learned it and now you can teach it, I'll say to others. So, you, how often do you go into the records? And so, when I say that in my head, I mean, how often are you meditating to go into the records?
1: I go in about three, four times a week. I would love to go. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I'm going in more than that, but I'm not going in. I'm going in with clients. So I don't really class that as. Right. Yeah, for you. Record, right. For, You're yeah, just it's escorting. Right. It's, yes. Yeah, it's facilitating. So, yeah, I'm just facilitating their, their healing so yeah, about three, four times a week. And it really strengthens your intuition when you when you're going in regularly, strengthens your awareness, it it strengthens your your healing and you quickly recognize when you're triggered by something because you, you're more aware. So then so then I, I know that oh I need to put in my records and see what that's about. And it and it could be the simplest of things, like I'll I'll give you one example. It was was so silly. I, for there was two occasions during one week where I was decisions were made without my involvement, and I was just informed this is what's going to happen, blah blah
0: blah. Of the result. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it and it wasn't anything anything trivial, but I did not like that I hadn't been consulted. (laughs) So I thought there there's something I need to tap into here. So I went into my records and. Started working on that and thought, why is this a trigger for me? And it took me back to a time when I was I was a small child, and my my brother and my cousin used to play hide and seek every Friday evening at my grandma's, and they used to play it with all the kids in the street, but I was always left out because I was too young. I was told I was too young. As soon as this came up for me, I, I burst into tears and thought, wow, like why? Why am I holding on to that? It's just
0: it was so simple, interesting.
1: Yeah, it's a simple game, a hide and seek. But that's the kind of work that happens in the Akashic Records. And that's what I mean when we get to the root of our trigger energy. And it, it it's never what we think it is. It's always something that's completely unexpected.
0: So does all of that, I'll say, information for you you don't need you, the escort or the guide, but for me, I would be guided. Does it... I have a thousand questions, so let me just gather. Does it begin with one question? Like, why do I always do this? My repetitive behavior that clearly isn't serving me.
1: Yes. Yes. And usually, usually with my clients, I would have them have a, a topic on the forefront of their mind that they want to work on. So yes, so there there would be a behaviour that, that isn't serving them. They want to understand why they feel a certain way towards certain situations. I always make sure that there's something that they know they want to work on. And often it can take us in a completely different direction, but we always have to have a starting point. So
0: And then with the meditation. Mm -hmm. Are there other exercises one can do to further enhance the process? And what I'm thinking, is there journaling involved? Like, how am I keeping my awareness raised or even exercising that muscle? Because I'm Mm -hmm. going, I'm really probably coming from so unconscious, like sometimes you get in the car and again, robotically, if it's Monday through Friday, my car is automatically turning left and right as though I'm heading to work, even though I have to go in the opposite direction. So how are we reintroducing that memory, muscle memory to just to be aware and it just sounds so simple every time I say like oh this is easy just be aware of what you're doing pay oh pay attention oh
1: and it's not yeah well I I always record my sessions and send them to my clients so that they have they can listen to the court recording they might sometimes they want to talk about their healing straight after um or sometimes they want they don't want to talk about it and they do want they want to go and journal because I do give them the option. And but I always record the sessions so that they can actually go back into the records without me. They, can, they could just follow the guidance in the meditation and then access the records again. And they don't have to follow the same process for that subject. They could have a different subject. But as long as they're following the process of how we access them and practice, like the more times, the more times you go in, that's what really strengthens the muscles.
0: So you can never be in there too much.
1: No, no, never. And you can even get to the stage where sometimes I go in and I just leave my records open. So I can I can come back out and I can write things down. I can go straight back in again, ask questions, write come back out and write all my answers. I can't remember everything that that I'm asking or answers that I'm given. This is when I'm I'm working for myself. So and then I'll go in and I, and then sometimes I'll just leave them open for the rest of the day. And when they're open, I know that I can ask a question in my head and, I'll, and I can pull the answer down. It's, it's quite. Um,
0: so they're open. And because you also said they also, as you, as the escort or the guide always has to be invited. And then our session is done. Then you're closing Close them. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. You've been great and yeah. we're good here. <laughs> yeah. Till the next time, we're going to go. Exactly. <laughs> and then they're closed. There's definitely that process because it's not just, you know, loosey goosey here that someone can get into mine. And
1: no, no, definitely not. I mean, we cannot, we can all access the Akashic records um, because they're there, but you, obviously you want to access your own Akashic records to get your own healing and your own insight. You can even access Akashic records for properties and for for land. I haven't actually done that myself yet. I always say I'm going to do it, but I always get sidetracked as soon as I'm in.
0: (laughs) So you've got the clients that are seeking you. Mm -hmm. How are they finding you? um, And is it all one-on-one or is it a course?
1: no it's all it's all one on one I like to work one on one so that my clients are getting the best out of their sessions. I do in the future want to create a membership but I'd also have like guest other guest speakers come in and and do some other forms of healing. I have some great businesswomen that I know who do like r t t and and theta healing, which are they're both very similar to the cash records, but it's a different process and you know, I'd love love to do some collaboration work with them there just to create a powerful membership. But at the moment, working one-to-one with my clients.
0: Okay. And then, uh, God, I have so many, but before I forget, where will everyone find you? Where do you hang out on Facebook? You have a Facebook group on Insta. Talk to me.
1: Yeah, I, I do have an Instagram page, but I'm on Facebook more. I guess that was the original platform for me when all this social media started. Mm-hmm. I don't have my own personal group. I just use my profile. I have a business page as well, but anyone wanting to connect, they can just they can connect to me through my my personal profile. I like to build relationships with people and get, really get to know like clients or future clients. Just because of the type of work that I'm doing, it's quite personal. So I like to build that, that relationship.
0: Indeed. And then the, the self-sabotage. So there could be, again, it's not about the weight. It's not about, it's not about no. where the paper clip is. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but usually then it's for those that know that there's something
1: more out there and can't get to. Yeah, so, so for people who are, you know, they're ready to make a change. They want to. They want to know why they're sabotaging them, themselves in some way. You know, as for people who are open to this type of work as well, it's not for everyone. Some people might think, "Oh, I don't believe in that." But you know, if that's their thought process, then they'll purposely block themselves. So it'll it would be harder for them to. To work in their Akashic records, so you have to be open and ready to take action.
0: You have to be. I know this one is gonna. It's definitely it might be a little woo woo to a lot. I get it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
0: oh, I, I once I read your thing about the records, and I'm like, I didn't even know how to pronounce them, but I knew what they were. I know, like, how do you get there? i was gonna be knocking on those masters' doors for sure. Thank you so much, Colleen. This has been
1: so educational.
0: I love, love, love learning. And thank you for taking the time today.
1: Oh, Thank you for having me on your podcast. It's been lovely to talk with you. I could talk with you all day.
0: I know, I know. I just want to be respectful of your time. So everybody, we're going to put all of her links in the show notes. And this is another episode that... uh, always so appreciative that you guys are listening and supporting. You know where to find us. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on iHeart, wherever your pods are. Comments, comments on that website, joyfoundhere.com or hit me on the Insta at Stephanie Martinez Rivera. Until the next time, there's better ahead. Check it out. Be well.